When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. This is TalkSport Daily. I am Hugh Wizencroft. It is time to review day two of Qatar 2022 on TalkSport's World Cup Daily. And let's start with England's thumping win over Iran in Group B. I'm in the company of commentator Nigel Adley, former Wales striker Dean Saunders is here. Goals today, a couple from Bukayu Saka. Uh, Sterling got on the score sheet, Rashford, Grealish. There was plenty of attacking play. Jude Bellingham with a great opener as well, announcing himself to the world, if you like. And the immensely talented teenager is off and running on his World Cup debut, heading the ball into the top right-hand corner. The perfect start for England's 2022 World Cup campaign. This is the best way, I think, that England would have started this World Cup. They responded to six games without a win with six goals yeah and you mentioned his name there I thought Jude Bellingham was magnificent but he is the nearest thing I've seen to Brian Robson box to box gets the other side of his man he he made a lot of them goals picking second balls up and driving in the final third I wonder how Harry Kane feels go on ain't scored is he <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean there's only people like you if that he's think... an out and out goal scorer do you think he, do you think he'll <laughs> be in there thinking, striker. do you think he's in the, in the house thinking oh the golden boot then I've let, I've let it slip how can they score six and I ain't got one? But he made the goal there. Brilliant cross, wasn't it? For Sterling's class goal, yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't be surprised if he gets hat-trick against America. But it just settled everyone down. You know, if you you come into a campaign, so many negative things said after the four games in the Nations League in the summer and the way that, that England played, they, they looked tired. I think some had felt that some of their bigger players were either out of form, fatigued, whatever it was, coming into this tournament. I mean, it, look... It's a 6-2 win. Obviously, it's against Iran. But I think maybe he dispelled some of those and the players dispelled some of those criticisms. Um, yeah, I mean, going into the game, we're not winning in six games. He's bang under pressure, isn't he? No matter what he does, they've got to win. Someone would have criticised his tactics. I would have played two up front in that game against Iran, thinking that they can't defend crosses. But you've done it with the shape they were in. So well done. And it could be six in a moment because they're on the front foot again. An opportunity to draw the ball back for Grealish! A dozen for England on a fantastic night. Jack Grealish adds to the tally. England have a deep pool of players. They used it today against Iran, that 6-2 victory. One thing that was interesting, of course, was the, the shape chosen by Gareth Southgate. Maybe a little bit more aggressive in terms of using his attacking players. Harry Maguire started at centre-back. I know a lot of fans didn't want to see that happen. I wonder what you thought about the game that he had and some of the other choices. Mason Mount, Raheem Sterling, both started in the 11-2. 
Well, people often call for Gareth Southgate to take off the handbrake, and, and he did that today because they scored six goals. They could have had more. I know they were playing an Iranian team who lost their goalkeeper very early on due to injury, and I think that unsettled them. I think that what has happened off the field politically in that country has unsettled them. A number of their players did not sing the national anthem before the game, and, and that's not something we've seen from an Iranian team in any sport um, at this level for so many years so I think that they they, they fed off the demoralised nature of the Iranian team right from the start but, but looking at England he does have game changers and he got those game changers on the field of course people would say well why didn't Phil Foden start well every decision he made in this game came off Dean what do you think about the choices that he made Maguire Mount Sterling maybe the, the, the headline makers in terms of He's starting 11? Well, he's blessed at the top end of the pitch. He's not blessed at the back. I mean, so he's, he's a bit worried about playing a back four, always. He's, he doesn't trust the centre-backs. But against Iran, he felt obliged to play a back four and get another attacking player on the pitch. I mean, when you look at the pool of players to pick from, we had Joe Allen missing today. You can turn to Bellingham, Ward-Prowse, Foden, Grealish, Phillips, Mount, the list goes on. We're not even on the plane of English players who can get the ball off the back four and play. We were struggling today because Joe Allen was injured. OK, let's hear uh, from the England boss, Gareth Southgate. He's spoken to our own faker others. She asked him what his overall thoughts were on the victory. Look, I'm really pleased with the three points and I'm pleased with our attacking play. Um, but we were sloppy in moments and we could have conceded in the first half. And we've conceded two poor goals in the second. So we're going to have to be better than that. And I've got to balance how pleased I am with the approach of the whole squad which has been brilliant all week and we felt we would get a good performance today but we're going to have to be better than we were. Just my final question it's on the armband and I know that you weren't involved in the discussions and it was the FA's mm -hmm. ultimate decision uh, to wear the FIFA anti-discrimination armband mm -hmm. but I wondered what your views were on it. Yeah look I think we have wanted to support all of the groups that um, you know the inclusivity of the the whole tournament and across several European countries the stand was taken I think um, I was a bit concerned that approval hadn't been given and I think um, I think there's lessons to be learned from that if I'm honest um, but we had to focus on the football and other people had to do that talking overnight and uh, yesterday and this morning for me I didn't want anything now distracting the players there's been a huge amount of talk around us um, and understandable as I've said um, but our job is to get the team prepared and deliver the results if we can help raise awareness of other issues then we want to do that and we will always try to do that but of, of course we're here to to try and um, take our supporters on a great journey again interesting thoughts there from the England manager Gareth Southgate speaking uh, to our very own fake others and of course reacting if you if you didn't know to the news that the one love armband that that nine nations said they would wear at the tournament in support of the LGBT community joint statement came out this morning the captains of those teams did not wear them as they were threatened with on-field sanctions, sporting sanctions, whatever that would be, yellow, who knows, red cards. And so they took the decision to not do that today. And that is why Faye was asking those questions. And there were some other interesting remarks from Gareth Southgate. I mean, he spoke about the fact that no penalty was given early on in the game against Iran to Harry Maguire. Looked like he was wrestled to the ground. Then Iran were given a penalty for what seemed to be far less. 
and he said he wondered whether England were going to be targeted because in the pre-World Cup video session with Pierluigi Colina, the head of the FIFA referees, the example the referees were given to try and avoid giving decisions was an England goal scored at the Euros. Calvin Phillips blocking it. I think it allowed Harry Maguire to score. And with the example being England, is there going to be extra scrutiny on them? Well, how can that be allowed to show a video of one of the teams who are in the competition getting it wrong? And this is how not to do it. So they're all clocking, all the England players. So they're looking for it. Uh, but I think he's spot on there. The first one on, Mag on Maguire was a pen and the second one wasn't. This referee we had today was a bit dodgy as well. Yeah, there were some very strange decisions. A number of yellow cards handed out in the game between Wales uh, and the United States. But let's look ahead to a game against the United States for England next time up as well, knowing that victory will likely see them not just go through, but probably end up topping the group as well with a game still to come uh, against Wales. Everything should stay the same because I think one of the question marks will be if Carl Walker comes back from fitness, whether we will go back to that shape that sees England play with, if you like, three at the back with, with wing-backs, or whether I think a lot of fans would want to see them continue with the 4-3-3. I think they should continue with, with what they had today because we have seen the US play tonight and they have been a, a team who, whilst under pressure, crumble. And if you allow them to play, if you concede space they can look a decent team and they do have one or two decent players like Christian Pulisic and, and Tyler Adams and also Timothy Weyer who scored the goal against Wales but if you put them under pressure that they look a far weaker side and England against Iran put them under pressure right from the very start and they didn't give them a moment to breathe and it's that pressing which caused problems and I think a similar sort of press and a similar sort of formation against the USA would give England maybe not a similar result. They may not score six goals again, but I think they are more than capable of, of winning that game. And, of course, that would be good news for Wales as well. But what do you think, Dean? Will Gareth Southgate take it on a game-by-game -game basis in terms of his formation? Because I, I think one thing that might be strange or might hamper England almost is that they play on the front foot during the group, 4-3-3, go out, try and score goals. And then suddenly, if they play one of the big nations, Carl Walker will be on the right hand of a, of a back three. We'll change our system to the wing backs and we won't be fluid with it. And that may cost us a result. I would play the same way. And I'm looking at that USA team today. And without being too critical, I'd be surprised if England don't put three or four goals past them. Again, they lived up to their reputation today. And managers used to say to us in the dressing room, they used to use an analogy as if you're in a fight and you've got your foot on the man's chest. Do not let him back up or you might get beat. They had their foot on our chest today, the USA, and they couldn't finish us off. And we got back in the game. We should have been dead and buried in the first half. So I don't think they can hurt England. I don't think they've got enough. Pulisic's end products sometimes lets him down. I don't think they've got enough class acts in front of goal. OK, you'll be able to hear that game between England and the United States on Friday night, 7 o'clock kickoff live, of course, on TalkSport. There will be a build-up throughout the day. But yes, a big win for England on their first match at the World Cup, a 6-2 victory over Iran. All smiles for Gareth Southgate on his team. Uh, remember, 7pm, England against the United States. Jim Proudfoot, Stuart Pearce on commentary. And of course, our very own Adrian Durham taking you through what is a big game for England if they can get over the line and get a victory? And at this point in time, you would make them strong favourites. You're listening to the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast. It's that time of the year. 
Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Gareth Bale up against Matt Turner. Bale steps up left foot, he makes no mistake, drives it high into the net, and Wales have their first goal at a World Cup Finals since 1958, and no surprise, it is Gareth Bale, the man who has scored it. He is Welsh football, and he's delivered when his country really needed him. It's USA 1, Wales 1. Given that chance, it's written in the stars, and against the USA, he gets a penalty and, uh, and scores it. So credit to him. You know, If he wants somebody who can handle that pressure to, to step up and take the penalty, it's Gareth Bale. Welcome back to the World Cup Daily on TalkSport in the Ahmad Bin Ali Stadium, where we have witnessed this evening... Wales draw with the United States after a torrid first half. They turn things around after the break, put in a fantastic comeback. Gareth Bale won and scored a penalty, buried it into the top corner. Matt Turner, the goalkeeper, got a fingertip to it, but he wasn't going to stop it. Gareth Bale meant it, and Wales got a vital, vital point after England's victory over Iran in Group B a little bit earlier on. Iran next up for Wales, and if they can win that, they will give themselves a great chance of qualifying for the knockout stages. Alongside me, Nigel Adley and Dean Saunders, the former Wales striker. Dean, what did you make of Wales tonight? I'm drained. <laughs> <laughs> I've, that's the worst I've felt today. I think I was in shock how bad we were. The fans, I looked behind the goal, the fans were just stood there, silent. Silent. They're like, what's going on here? We couldn't press, we couldn't keep the ball, we couldn't get out of our half. Their poor finishing kept us in the game. And then get to half-time quick and just change something, and it, it happened. Rob Page decided to leave Kiefer Moore on the bench. He started Harry Wilson. I mean, that was a big, big decision. You were calling for Kiefer Moore to come onto the pitch after the first 25, 30 minutes. You wanted Rob Page to change it immediately. Why was that? Well, we, we were trying to play through the opposition and we, and we couldn't do it. We've got a, a centre-back playing in the middle of midfield 
and they've got four in there against ours. Robert Page sort of said Sargent dropped in there, but Ethan Ampadu was a lot better when he was facing Kiefer Moore. And he started he's, in central midfield today. Yeah, when he's got his back to goal, trying to receive the ball off our defenders, that is really difficult to, to start the plays off. But when we're in Kiefer Moore and he's backing him up, facing their goalkeeper, he's really good at picking second balls up. So we play to our strength second half. We've got Ramsey further forward, Bale further forward. We actually look like a really good team second half. And the way Wales are at the moment with the players available, they have to play Kiefer Moore because, as Dean was saying, Kiefer Moore is almost the only way that Wales can get Ramsey and Bale further up the field to influence the game because in the first half, we were wondering where they were and they were so deep, Ramsey was getting the ball off the central defenders at times to try and get involved in the game and Wales have to have him at the business end of the field and I can understand they were surprised by the US selection but it took 45 minutes to change it and they were fortunate it was only 1-0 at 45 minutes it could have been 2 or 3 and had that been the case then then Wales would have been out of this game and the World Cup dreams would be a long way to being over already as it is very similar to the game against Switzerland in the Euros in Baku which we were all at last year they managed to eke out a 1-1 draw in that game and then they went on and beat Turkey 2-0 and qualified. I think they can beat Iran. From what we've seen of Iran today, they've got problems on and off the field. And if they do, they are then relying on England beating USA. I think that will happen as well because we saw in the second half the USA are a fairly limited team when you put them under pressure and England will do that. And then, if England have got six points, Wales have got four points we could shake hands on the nil-nil draw in the final game. <laughs> I can't see that happening, can no, you? No, neither can I. You never know. You never know. As we look ahead to what Wales have to do next to get against Iran, how important is, in particular, the first 45 minutes in that game? Because we saw at the end of this one, there were some tired legs in the Wales camp. We know the likes of, of course, Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey haven't been playing regularly. Who knows? Joe Allen, who missed out against the United States this evening, may come back into the starting lineup. Even if he does, he hasn't played for Swansea City since the 17th of September. Of course, he's had that hamstring problem. They've been trying everything they can to get him fit. But he, as we saw tonight, even the area you mentioned, Ethan Ampadu starting in his his place really in central midfield, he will add a lot of quality if he can get out there on the pitch. How do you think Rob Page will will manage his lineup for the next game and his approach in that first half? If they can score two against Iran... Who knows, well, they, might, they I, might rest a couple in the second half. I think it's quite straightforward what he's got to do is just say, lads, just I'm going to play exactly like you did second half. Let's just say him again. I've obviously got it wrong. I've asked you to play like that. I'll hold my hands up. I've got it wrong. As soon as we change that way, that is obviously the best way for us to play. Does that mean that Dan James loses his place? He was substituted for Kiefer Moore? No, I would, uh, I would play Dan James. I would probably leave Harry Wilson out and put Dan James in there. His pace is electric. He didn't play well tonight, but we've got a point here. All right, the next game that Wales play, as I say, is against Iran. Nigel Adley and Dean Saunders will be with me for that one. Huge game for Rob Page's side, I've got to say. Special mention to the Red Wall here in their thousands this evening. They may have been quiet, shell-shocked at half-time, but they were in fine voice. Perfect pitch, by the way, in the second half, singing along, as we've come to expect from Welsh sports fans, to be perfectly honest. And they carried their team just about over the line with an important draw against the United States. Elsewhere today in the World Cup, turgid game at times between Senegal and the Netherlands. The Dutch won it two goals to nil at Yakpo and de Jong on the score sheet in that game. So Louis van Gaal's side start their World Cup campaign with a victory in the end, you felt Senegal really missed the impact of Sadio Mane, which they, of course, will have to cope with 
throughout this competition. That was day two of the World Cup. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.